0: the flood, been through the rain. We've had sickness, a whole lot of pain. Through it all, we can't stop living, no, no. And most of all, we can't
1: welcome welcome guys thanks so much for tuning in to from the ashes podcast i'm your host detra super excited today have a guest with us hands down she is top tonight right (laughs) Sorry, you guys. I'm already psyched for this young lady. So you know what we do, guys. So let's go ahead and do it. Dear Father, we lift you up just with excitement and joy. We thank you for being Lord of our life. We thank you for being Savior, God. We thank you for just being there, God, in the, the midnight hour, God. We thank you for your covering. We thank you for your blood, God. God, we believe that something good is about to happen to us. In Jesus' name, amen all right you guys today's topic is nursing through crisis and today i have nurse newkirk with me omg right <laughs> i can't stop smiling that's how excited i am about this interview nurse newkirk how are i'm you doing, doing today? well mrs grace how are you i'm excellent excellent you guys this young lady is um one of our frontline workers she's out there and she works in a uh living uh assistance facility uh, correct a
2: long-term care uh facility it's a nursing home
1: okay she she's out there uh taking care of our elderly which we know are one of um the most vulnerable i would say that because uh this pandemic has uh no biases but we know our elderly are more um open to more sicknesses and illnesses and things of that nature so nurse Newkirk is in long long-term care um helping us and pushing the front lines on that side so let's go ahead and jump right into this interview uh, nurse Newkirk, can you give us some history about your career um,
2: yes i would love to and uh, in nursing in 2000, uh, I was an environmental aide, which meant I passed ice and water and I sat with the confused residents. I wasn't allowed to do any hands on care. I did that for a few months and um, then became a CNA. I was a CNA for four years, went back to school and became an LPN. I was an LPN for 11 years. Um, went back to school and obtained my associate's degree as an RN and I did, uh, went, ended up going back to get my bachelor's degree as an RN. So for the last six years, I've been an RN and most of my career has been in long-term care. I have, um, you know, taken care of some, uh, children in school as well as I've done dialysis as well.
1: Wow. You guys, she was throwing out so many numbers there. I can't even tell you what total years that she's been in the medical profession. She's been hanging in there that long, and that's so awesome. And we know to do long-term care, you definitely have to have a passion for that. Um, Not everybody is called to that area. Um, and not everybody can function in that area on that level of excellence that is required. So um, first, let's just say, Nurse New thank you so much for just your drive and your continuous effort um, in that aspect of taking care of our elderly and dedicating your life to to long care um, facilities and patients.
2: Uh, it is my pleasure. Um, there's
1: absolutely nothing else I'd rather do than to be a nurse. I absolutely believe that. That's so awesome. So we're going to dive right into this interview. Um, We got a few questions for you. Just want to pick at your brain. So when you first heard coronavirus, what was your first thought as a medical professional?
2: Um, My first thought was, it's no big deal. You know, it's just another virus, you know, like the flu. You know, I really thought, you know, if this is going to pass, you know, it's no big deal. Um, However, after they canceled the NBA games for the season, that's when I got a little revelation. It must be something bigger. It must be something, you know, I start thinking, it's something they're not telling us. And this is more serious than we may know because uh the NBA – is millions of dollars being lost. And so right. in my mind they're not going to just lose that kind of money uh for something that's not that serious.
1: Right. Wow. Um wow. So we know doing any crisis emotions present themselves um with the current crisis how have you been coping? Um, with everything so honestly this may sound cliche-ish however
2: honestly it has been the lord (laughs) um, Mm. himself that has helped you know keep my emotions intact because I mean there's been you know one specific time I was actually in walk into a residence room and my mind just went to racing there was so many thoughts that came, you know, one after the other uh, concerning this virus and almost like caused me to worry. And I would say that was, it it was so many thoughts within 30 seconds. And then um, to be honest with you, I heard the Lord say, you know, I heard him say, this is not the first disease that you've been exposed to. You've been in nursing for 21 years. You've been doing this for 21 years and you haven't taken anything home. You're going to have to trust your medical uh, training and trust me that you're not going to take anything home now. Wow. And so honestly, um, it's the Lord prayer. And research. Um, because of my job position, I have to keep up with the new developments um, that concerns the virus because um, I've been given the task of pretty much keeping the um, the staff informed of all the changes and uh, educating them on the changes. And so as a nurse leader, it, it, with all the changes, it's been really almost like an emotional roller coaster and one of the things that God has really taught me through this is that as a leader you know you have to be he has to deal with you first because there's many changes that even myself you know I had to adjust to like wearing a mask the entire time we're at work you know we've been taught against that all of my career until now and so that was very difficult not only for the staff to accept but it was difficult for me to accept so i had to pray about that and i had to you know do the research and and the digging and and get myself to a comfortable place and allow god Mm -hmm. to help me get to a comfortable place so then i can teach everybody else to come to a comfortable place so the things that the lord has used to calm me i have in turn uh, taught those things to the staff they just don't know it's the lord right wow
1: wow so in the midst of everything god is the center god is he's the core for everything for you absolutely uh,
2: there's no way that you know, I would still be able to work if it was not for the Lord for me, you know, people may have other sources, you know, people may depend on other things. But to be just completely honest, this is a scary time um, to go to work, you know, and not only that I have, you know, uh, elderly parent here at home. And that has chronic kidney disease and so i don't want to bring anything home you know to my parents either so it's only the lord that has given me personally a peace and when Mm -hmm. i go to work honestly i do i feel safe and i know that it's on i know that that's the lord
1: wow so you guys you're hearing it first uh nurse new kirk uh, I would like to say it's behind the line. So you're hearing it from a nurse's perspective. Um, not only is she a nurse, she's a wife, she's a mother, she's a daughter, and uh, she just stated she has um, some elderly uh, family members that reside with her. So you're hearing a different perspective. Um, so I'm definitely grateful for the opportunity to be able to put her out on the airwaves and just offer the peace of God to others that she has within her to keep working um, the front lines. So Nurse Kirk, can you tell us how your family has been coping knowing with everything you just said, knowing that you have to still go to work every day?
2: Um, I think that my family really knows that this is a call of God. It's not just, you know, somewhere i go to make money but that the lord has called me to do this and so you know my husband and i we have um you know in the beginning i, I will say in the beginning i would say early march mm-hmm. i mean that's when it first started i can't say i just started with a piece um i was like how lord how can i quit you know how can <laughs> i not go work that's so real though Um, you know how can I get out of this because again not only am I concerned about me but I'm concerned about my parents that I have here my father and my stepmom you know that live with us in the house and then I have my husband too you know so I'm not just concerned about me but I I was asking the Lord how can I quit you know how can I not work and still uh, pay the bills (laughs) and um the lord he really just began to deal with me about just being at work and how he called me and even um i i personally had, had another coping mechanism that i totally forgot about but uh i do life coaching with um my pastor's wife who's also a pastor and I do life coaching and I've had to have some life coaching sessions to help get me through and in those life coaching sessions um she my life coach reminded me that the lord called me to this this mm-hmm. is not just something i do but that the lord called me to it and if god has called me to it then i just have to trust him at the end of the day and so I've shared that with my family and it's, it's just that we constantly remind, you know, I constantly remind myself and we're constantly reminding each other that this is the call of the Lord. That's on my life. And I'm going to be
1: okay. Amen. Wow. So you guys, she's telling you, you can't make it through this crisis on your own. So the natural thing, of course, for any of us would be to, Okay, how can I tap out? And her reasons were not just for herself, as she stated. And she still has the passion. She still has the call. But she was thinking overall about those that she come in contact with every day. And because she tapped into God and she tapped into credible leadership, she's still fighting. Um, So if you are out there and you're listening to this interview um, and you feel... Um, some kind of way, because, you know, you've had that thought, maybe you had the thought, maybe I, I need to quit, you know, um, that'll preserve me, that'll preserve my family. Um, nothing's wrong with that, because you've heard it here. Nursing Kurt, she had that thought, but because she tapped into um, something greater than her, she tapped into God, she tapped into a leader. Uh, which is connected to God. Uh, Pastor Rachel Wilson, shout out to Kingdom Vision Life Center. You know what we do. Check them out on (laughs) kingdomtoday.gso.com. But she tapped into something bigger than herself and that's why she's still out here fighting. So please, please, please do not beat yourself if you had a thought to... Uh, quit or if you had the thought to um, maybe burn up that vacation time that you had or the thought to use that sick time that you had and try to wait out the pandemic Um, that's human you know nothing nothing is wrong with that but go beyond that thought Tap into another level, so that that is really key, you guys. So I I pray that you really receive that advice from her. So nurse Newkirk, I've seen a couple months ago, and I may have been a month, month and a half, where uh nurses um and doctors and so forth that were scheduled to graduate um, were released to go out and serve in the field, to go to hospitals and and such. What advice would you give those who are jumping? straight out of school into this crisis into this pandemic
2: Um, first of all I would like to say to them congratulations you made it oh my god you survived nursing school (laughs) (laughs) you made it through oh my god that is such a great victory and I want to say I'm a little jealous because uh, you didn't have to finish it all like (laughs) like That last semester was a living beast for me. So for you all to get out early, you know, I'm just a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Congratulations. I'm really, really happy for you all. And I'm really proud that you made it. Um, What I would say, secondly, is to remind, you know, you all that you still have to take the NCLEX even though you're going to be practicing on whatever level that they let you all practice. I don't know, you know, exactly what the laws are surrounding um, you all practicing because they've released you early, but whatever capacity they let you uh, perform in, just remember that you still have to take the NCLEX. And so with that being said, make sure that you're taking some kind of review to prepare for that test. I personally uh, took the Kaplan review and uh, it was amazing. I enjoyed it. Uh, Answer as many sample test questions as you can. I would encourage you to do that daily because they're, you know, as they say, the real world and school world in test world, sometimes are different worlds. And so you really need to stay tapped into the school part of everything and um, answer as many test questions as you can and uh, practice questions and read every question rationale. So even if you get the question right, read those rationales because they really, really help me pass my NCLEX. Um there were some questions on on the NCLEX that came up that directly related to some rationales that I had during my Kaplan review. So
0: mm.
2: stay tapped in to those practice test questions. Don't get out here and get comfortable because you, even though you are out of school and you made it and you're practicing, you are technically still not a nurse until you get those license. Mm.
1: So, you guys, she's telling you to keep reviewing, keep tapping in, and don't forget that. And that's continuing ed, honestly honestly. Um, but you do need your license. So, listen to Nurse New Kurt. Um, so, what encouragement um, would you give some of the, the medical staff? And originally, I was thinking, okay, what encouragement could you give nurses? But honestly, I believe you can... Um, uplift anyone that's out there in the medical field right now especially um some of your fellow nurses uh and doctors that are working in some of our hot states like um new york new york uh, connecticut um los angeles those that are are seeing illness um more frequently um than they would on a regular basis and having to still tap in and go to work every day um what if What encouragement would you send out over the airwaves? Um, One
2: of the things that I would say, number one, is trust God. You know, we really honestly have to trust the Lord in this uh, pandemic. And secondly, I would say, especially to those that are in hot spots, um, have have an outlet. Um, I can't even imagine what you guys are seeing. I mean, just the videos and stuff that I've seen um, have have been very disturbing, you know, and I've seen a lot in nursing. Um, So I know that you guys may be emotionally drained, emotionally tired. Um, Find someone to talk to during your off hours. Make sure you're you are getting um the mental break that you need so if you need counseling i mean guys let's get it we have high stress jobs anyway but the stress has went to another level with the coronavirus and i would just advise you um get some seek, you know spiritual help if 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 you have a pastor call and get some spiritual guidance if you don't um call a social worker, you know, get somewhere and get an outlet. Like we have to have an outlet. And, um, secondly, I mean, that that's to preserve ourselves like that. That's going to preserve you as a person. And so we take care of other people all the time. And sometimes we uh, don't take care of ourselves. You know, we don't take care of our, our own mental, issues and you know thoughts not saying that we're crazy but we have thoughts that's mental right and so we don't really go and and get those out properly and and you know learn how to cope with it because we as nurses we kind of know the answers we know the answers, mm. we know what people are going to say. you know We know the orders the doctors are going to give before they give them. We know the tests. you know, we know we really do, but sometimes we don't, you know nurse ourselves well at all. We don't do good with ourselves. so And then secondly, for those that are not like in a hot spot, I would, I would say on a, on a practice level, practice a good infection control and even the ones that are, you know, but I'm sure people that's in, I would hope that people that are really in hot spots are being extra super careful. Um and sometimes you know as we do our day-to-day thing and you've been nursing maybe for a while, you may have developed some, you know, habits that we shouldn't have. Uh, but step outside of that practice good infection control Um, make sure you're you're washing your hands Um, using the hand sanitizer and uh, we gonna make it that's that's what I would say that we're gonna make it through this we've made it um, through other things you know I, I told my staff that I was concerned about getting new admissions and those admissions, uh having a coronavirus. I said to them, uh, what the Lord said to me, you know, is this is not the only thing we're exposed to. And the Lord reminded me that when we get an admission, uh, we don't know if the person has TB. We give them a TB uh test that day. We wait two to three days before we read that test. We are exposed not knowing whether that person has TB or not at least for three days before we ever suit up in 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 you know put a person on isolation so that's what I would say you know that in perspective I mean we have to take this serious but we are exposed to so many things every single day uh, pre-coronavirus and so if we made it, then I just believe we're going to make it now. And uh, it's, it's going to be okay. Like we're going to come out of this uh, greater than what we went in.
1: Amen. You guys, we just want to tell new- Nurse new Newkirk, thank you so much for joining us today for this interview. Thank this encouragement comes. Yes, ma'am. This encouragement comes straight from the heart, you guys, from one of your own a nurse to another nurse, a nurse to another medical profession, that you will make it. It will be greater after this. So uh, take heed to her encouragement and let it uplift you and lighten your hearts and know that this too shall pass. This is your girl, Deetra. And as always, it's a pleasure signing out from the Ashes Podcast. Until we speak again, God bless you. <music>
0: Been through the flood Been through the rain We've had sickness A whole lot of pain Through it all We can't stop living, no, no And most of all can't stop giving